Welcome to the Inquisit Kids Podcast. Tune in for daily discoveries as we celebrate curiosity and explore interesting facts about history, science, and more in five minutes or less. Hi, I'm Luke, and welcome to the Inquisit Kids Podcast. Do you like to send and receive mail? It is fun to write a letter to someone you love and have them send something back to you. Today, most mail is delivered by a mail carrier in a car or mail truck. This was not always the case. Back when the West was wild, mail was delivered by independent contractors using a stagecoach. Today, we will learn about one of the first women to be awarded a contract to carry the mail. Stagecoach Mary. Mary Fields was born enslaved. Her exact place and date of birth are unknown, but most historians believe that she was born in Hickman County, Tennessee, around 1832. Mary said her birthday was March 15th. After the Civil War ended in 1865, Mary and all the other enslaved people were all set free by the Emancipation Proclamation. As a newly freed woman, Mary started working as a chambermaid on the steamboat Robert E. Lee. She was on board the steamboat when the Robert E. Lee won a race from New Orleans to St. Louis. She often recounted the race to her friends, telling them about the barrels, furniture, and even large pieces of meat the crew used to fuel the steamship during the race. She claimed burning these things made the ship lighter and thus faster. What wasn't burned in the boiler was thrown overboard into the Mississippi River. She later took a job as a housekeeper at the Ursuline Convent in Ohio. Her close friend, Mother Amadeus, was there. Some say that Mary was once owned by the nun's family, and the two had a previous friendship. Whatever their previous connection, the two women made an unlikely pair. Mary was about six feet tall and weighed 200 pounds. She was strong and able to do as much work as most men. When Mother Amadeus was sent to a convent in Cascade, Montana, Mary stayed behind in Ohio. Later, Mother Amadeus sent for Mary to take care of her as she battled a terrible case of pneumonia. Montana suited Mary, and even after Mother Amadeus recovered, Mary stayed on. She worked for the convent, caring for the chickens, doing laundry, chopping firewood, and transporting their supplies. One account tells of a time when Mary was bringing food and supplies back to the convent and was attacked by a pack of wolves. The horse team was spooked and the wagon overturned. Mary stayed up all night in the bitter cold, holding back the wolves until help arrived. While the nuns cared for Mary, they often said that no matter how hard they tried, they could not get her to turn into a respectable lady. She refused to give up her swearing fighting, and guns. After about ten years, the bishop had had enough of Mary's unladylike behavior. After Mary participated, and likely won, many fistfights and maybe even a duel, the bishop instructed the nuns to fire her. No amount of pleading with the bishop was able to save her job. Mother Amadeus was sad for her longtime friend, and she was determined to help her. Mother Amadeus was able to get Mary a contract with the U.S. Mail. For eight years, Mary drove a stagecoach that Mother Amadeus purchased for her across the state carrying the mail. Known as Stagecoach Mary, she was the first black woman and only the second woman ever to have her own mail route. 
She even delivered the mail to her former convent after suffering terrible injuries after her team of horses ran off. The nuns were excited to see her again and urged her to attend Mass with them. Mary agreed, and the nuns worked all night, making Mary a proper dress and veil. Mary wore the dress to Mass, but never wore the fancy clothing again. It just wasn't her style. After giving up her mail route, Mary stayed on in Cascade, Montana, where she did the townspeople's laundry and cared for their children. Despite her rough appearance, the children loved her, and she loved them. She spent her money buying candy and treats for the kids. The town closed the school on her birthday so that she could celebrate with the children. She was also famous for her beautiful flower gardens. She loved to cook, and everyone raved about her food. She even met the famous actor Gary Cooper when he was a little boy. She made such an impression on him that he later wrote an account of Stagecoach Mary that appeared in Ebony Magazine. Mary died on December 5, 1914. The people of Cascade raised money so that she could be buried near the convent. Her funeral was the largest the town had ever had. Stagecoach Mary was certainly interesting. In a time when there were not many opportunities for black people or women, Mary's larger-than-life personality and kind heart endeared her to those around her, and she led a full life. Thanks for tuning in to the Inquisikids podcast. If you want to see the sources we used for this episode or send us some listener mail, you can find links in the episode description. 